Carla, we have trucker hats. You have trucker hats. We have trucker hats. I, I love, I'm so excited. I love trucker hats. I'm wearing a trucker hat right yes. now because, you know what? Doing my hair is just way too hard. I agree. <laughs> I wear hats like every other day. Love it. And I'm like, can, why can't I wear hats on Casual Friday? I just... I'm so, saying. I'm saying. I'm about to protest. And the so, Bass Pro hats. Have you had a Bass Pro hat? I, I'm just, I'm not really a Bass Pro hat girly. Okay. But it's You're just like, not I, for I don't me. need them. I've got my own. Yeah. I don't, period. Period. Mm-hmm. Let's just, uh, yeah, period. <laughs> so everyone, please give a warm welcome to my amazing guest, Marla. Hey. <laughs> yeah, Marla. Oh my gosh. You are awesome. Oh I'm loving this, Morgan. I'm not even kidding. I'm like your biggest fan. I know you have a lot of fans. I'm I'm the biggest. You need to know this. I have a lot of haters. (laughs) No, you do not. No one hates you. If they hate you. Listen, my mom had this saying when I was a little kid. She's like, listen, if they don't like you, it's just because they don't know you. If they knew you, they would love you. That's true. I lived by that. It made me strong my whole life. Somebody didn't like me. I'm like, oh, too bad. You don't know me better. Because if you knew me, you love me. Then they did. Listen, no. No, listen, we're going to go with moms. We're going to go with mom's yeah. quote here. Yeah, well, I love Marla. Like, we were literally talking. We're like, okay, why do we have so many similar stories? Oh, my gosh, we why, do. Like, personality, we both are just, yeah. like, on drugs. Crazy. But we're not. I know. Just, I, I know. It's just sugar. It's just... People <laughs> ask me if I ha- what kind of vitamins I take. I'm like, I don't even at the time... Well, now I take vitamins. But I was like, right. I didn't even take vitamins. I was just like, I don't know what it is. I just... The joy of the Lord, for yeah. one thing, joy will make Lord, you strong. Yeah. It will make you strong. And then, you know, navigating hard things, knowing nothing lasts forever. You That's know? right. So... That's why not for, that's, for me it's like no matter what i'm going through bad day yep. i don't know why if i put on like a funky outfit and dance in the mirror oh i don't word. know what it is it's like it changes me. it's so true okay so since you said that i gotta tell you what i did the other night a friend came over she was outside getting ready to back out of the driveway and she turned on one of my favorite songs on the radio i said stop stop i'm running at her car and she's like what are you doing i'm like get out she has Chinese the music like, drill. she has the music blurry. I made her get out of the car. I made her dance with me in the driveway. Like, that's what you got to do. Guys, that is what life is about. It's true. Everyone's on here like, oh, deadlines. I'm like, no, life is about Mm-mm. penny boarding in the ring, dancing in the middle of the street, right. wearing whatever you want. That's like, right. Who really cares? <laughs> whatever you want. It's true. Okay, guys, so I need to introduce you to Marla. So Marla and I used to work together at yes. 99.5 KDI. That's I right. was producer Morgan. Shout out to Casey Wright. K- yeah, Casey, 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 Casey. We love Casey. Casey, Casey. Casey. Uh, but yeah, so... I used to be on the radio for a little bit and then I did social media and then Marla came in and now you're still there. I'm still there. She's doing the most. So Queen, tell us. It's so fun. What you're up to. What like tell us who is Marla and what is she doing? Okay. So yes, Marla Lucas. I'm from Edmond, Oklahoma. I came to Missouri to go to college. Which college? I went to Central Bible College. CBC, baby. CBC. Does anyone even have, do you, have you ever heard of it? It's like, yeah. yeah, gone. But anyway, back in the olden days, we had a college named CBC. Central Bible College. So I went to school there, ended up getting married, and then I stayed in Missouri. Um, well, long story short, I was married 20 years. And at 20, you're like, oh, we're coming in for a landing. Nope. Then there was divorce. It was Dang. terrible. Terrible. I'm like, man, on your worst day, you can't. There's no words how, no, divorce is terrible. Anyway, went through a divorce. I had two sons. Um, I was actually, I had been a stay-home mom for a little while. Um, I was a school teacher for a little while. I've done just about everything you can imagine. Yeah. I, I did some retail for a while. Just different things. Well, then I got into, uh, I've always been involved in nonprofits. And so I was the um, um, director of a nonprofit for like 10 years. The nonprofit took a different direction and in the meantime, KDI had offered me a job. And I'm like, what? Radio? So were you active on like LinkedIn or Indeed? Or how they just, they found you? No. What, honestly, what happened is about uh, 25 years ago, 
I was um, recording commercials for clients because I, my husband and I owned a printing company and a marketing company. And so customers would need, our clients would need commercials. Well, they'd pay me to do their radio commercials. Well, so I go into KDI and I'm recording radio commercials and right on the spot, the owner of KDI is like, hey, you, you, I need you on my morning show. Well, they couldn't do it because I was building this company with my husband. And so 25 years later, they joked about it that it took 25 years to get me there. But um, yeah, after- She was playing hard to get. I'm like, hey, well, I'm going to think about that notes for down. another t- 25 years. Um, so yeah, I started doing uh, the radio gig. It's so fun. I've done the morning show, the midday show. I've done both at the same time. Thought it's going to go crazy. I love, absolutely love radio. I do radio a little differently, I think, than a lot of people. I'm I'm all about being real. Authenticity is everything to That's me. That's why we love her. That's oh my why, gosh. I mean, guys, listen to her just talk on this podcast. It's fluid. It's warm. You feel like you're on an airport yeah, really? with a warm blanket. I'm like... <laughs> Yes, Marla, tell me a good night, you know, bedtime story. Hey, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I just think you, you have to be real. You gotta, you gotta let people in and in yeah. radio, you know, you can do the little, you know, cliches and all of that. I just feel like everybody's looking for real. And, and the way I, I used to tell my co-host, I'm like, listen, the shows that hit the mark are the reality shows. Yeah. You know, people like real life. And so, I mean, real life is not always roses, yes. you know? Can I tell you something, Marla? I applied for four reality shows this year. <laughs> did you really? No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. Dude, you would be so good at that. I am like crossing my fingers. Like it is a bucket list. I applied for like three reality shows. One. Oh my gosh. I'm not like, I don't have like all my vaccinations or whatever. So I can't really be going across the country. So maybe that'll go away. Mm, I don't know. I, I wanted to be on Are You the One? My mom did not want me to be on that show. But I think <laughs> no matter you know what the vibe <laughs> on that show is, I feel like that show wasn't super like the producers were in control. Where I feel like The Bachelor or The Bachelorette stuff like that, the producers have a hold. And like I liked that show because I liked the authenticity. It's, it's kind of crazy. But... Wait, now Are You the One? So do you end up you have to marry the person? No, no. It was okay. it was like ten. 10 people go on a show together and okay. they are like psychologically matched up for their perfect Wait a match. Minute. Do they make out with everybody on the show? Not everybody. That is just, that just grosses me I out. Know. No, well, I can't I take know. it. I'm I with your mom. I'm with your mom on this one. But that's, I mean, ultimately what I'm saying though is that you're so right. Like some reality shows are just so raw and mm-hmm. in the moment and some are so produced. Yeah. And I think we live in this world that's so plastic and yeah. so many people like shapeshift like they plastic surgery they change everything about themselves that i think when you're on the radio or when someone's like oh you know i broke up with this guy last night and then my car died and then i did this and i did that and like even though it's just someone's like crappy day yeah it's so entertaining because (laughs) you're like tell me about (laughs) you remind me of that thing that's going around i hate drama unless it's yours and then i'm all yours (laughs) i just don't want to be in it yeah but radio is fun i like um you know people ask me are there scripts and i'm like no i it's all ad lib um because i like i said i like it authentic um you know commercial aspect of scripts though commercials stuff like that like sponsorships stuff like that yeah those are all that's all scripted yeah but um you know and then topics you want to be relevant you want to talk about what's going on in the world today what's upsetting everybody today i mean you know and then you have to be compassionate like if there's a major world crisis you know in fact i right after i got into radio is when we went into the pandemic i mean Mm. So all of a sudden, I couldn't come on telling my best joke. Everybody thought they were going to die. You know, so I'm like, oh, Dramatic. Um, <laughs> okay, let's knock, knock. Um, so yeah, you, you know, you're judging when to be funny and when to be real, like talk about the hard stuff, yeah. which I, I don't shy away from hard stuff either because everybody's got hard stuff. And I think when you figure out like you're not an island, when you're listening to the radio and you're like, wait a minute, you know, I had people tell me, I would be driving to work and I couldn't get out of my car until I heard from you because I knew it would it would help me. It would make me strong. And um, so I do believe we have a responsibility to make each other strong. You know, don't weigh each other down. You can share hard stuff, but you got to end it with, but we're going to make it. 
Yeah. But it's going to be okay. And t- sun's going to come up tomorrow and we give it to God. You know, yeah. uh, I love, I quote this a lot, but Exodus 14, 14, the battle is the Lord's. You need only to be silent. So like you stay the course, you keep your focus on God. And he says, if you seek him first, everything else is going to work out. And so that happened with my career. Um, it went this direction. I had someone on my show today and she's like, if anyone had told me you were going to do radio, I would be like, there is nothing more perfect. Yeah. It's just such a, a good match for me. It's, and I love it. Yeah. But I didn't, God steered me in that direction. And I love, he will do that. He will open and close doors in your life and lead you where you need to be. And so very thankful. No, that's awesome. And I feel the same way. I'm like, I never would have thought I had a podcast or even do radio at KDI. Oh my word. But it's kind of like this thing where high energy, yes. I really don't care. Like I'm like, Everybody can ask me anything. If you ask it's me, true. I'm going to share it. Like, I don't care. But, it's true. But so many people kind of like like that. Yeah. And I think it's such an impact where maybe this is the strength that, you know, we have. Yes. That God's like, yo, I have this plan for you and I want you to be able to share because obviously you don't have a problem with sharing. I don't have a problem with sharing. <laughs> I don't have a problem with sharing. It's a gift Sharing clothes, too. maybe, yeah. Sharing clothes, mm-mm. For sure. Uh, yeah, I'm like, I, I, I just feel like, and, and you know, people talk about introvert, extrovert. I have to be honest. I really, I really love to be alone. I really love like small. I like two people. Yeah. I like small. And, but when you're doing radio, like I've got to go to concerts, I've got to be where there's thousands of people. I got to be on the platform. Like, ah, you know? Yeah. But personally, that's not my favorite. So, and so people, you're not like an extrovert at all. You would say I, I mean, by all the tests you do, you know, I always score introvert because I get my, and I know, and no one believes that they're like, you got to be kidding me. But, um, it's where you get your most energy from. And I get, I'm energized by being alone. I'm, I'm more energized by smaller crowds. But what I was going to say is when you're, um, when you feel like God's called you to something, you don't succumb to what is easy or what feels the best. You do what God tells you to do and he'll take care of everything else. And so I felt like I did, I mean, especially with radio, I had to be like, Ooh, yeah. yeah every day's a good day I bro mean, when we used to do radio it was 6 a.m 6 a.m and don't get me wrong i have adhd i am a crazy person but not at 6 a.m like i am not <laughs> i'm like not alive until 11 so yeah i'd be like what's going on buddy it's producer morgan when really i'm like what's going on like, exactly exactly <laughs> I, I cannot <laughs> you know they say things like fake it till you make it and all of that but it, i think also it's um it's uh discipline I yeah. think you discipline yourself to do what needs to be done. You, you got to get the job done. And for me, I mean, it's even discipline not to, you can fall into depression. You can, if you, if you do the wrong things, like, you, you know, if you succumb to all those emotions, the next thing you know, I, I, I joke about it, but I said, I can find nowhere in the Bible where it says you can curl up on the couch and eat bonbons and watch Netflix. Yeah. It's not there. He says, be strong and courageous because he wants you like, look, I know that's hard. Square your shoulders. You got this. And so I kind of live like that. I like when it's really hard, I'm like, okay, I give myself a minute to be like, this is hard, but you know what? God is bigger. God is bigger and keep going. And so, um, yeah, that's just kind of how I keep going through the hard stuff. I usually sit on the couch with the bonbons and then the (laughs) next day, the next day I'm like, okay, you got this. Okay. You're like enough Morgan. Get up. I know. I gotta let myself like cry a little bit. It's true. And and I, you know, I wrote the book I wrote this book and there's a chapter in it where I talk. Plug it, Mario. Plug my book. Okay. Well, I can't. Barnes and Noble. Barnes and Noble. Um, yeah, it's called hope always wins. And so really, that is kind of the press preface pre- precipice of the book yeah. it's talking about hope and and the things that sometimes you have to literally take action whether it's talk to somebody get help do the thing but it starts with you nobody else can fix your stuff you yeah. know i mean god can fix your stuff but it takes you taking a step to pray it takes you taking the action step and so In my book, I joke about the 10 things you need to do when it's hard. Um, Like number one is pray. Number two is go for a walk. Number three, get outside. You know, I do all this thing. And number 10, I'm not going to lie, Morgan, guess what number 10 is? Is it go to coach and buy a new purse? Close. Okay. It was go to Target. Yeah. (laughs) 
It was it was uh, my version. Go to Target. Yeah, I was yeah. telling her about my toxic coping mechanism, but hey, you know, at least you got like the more budget friendly ones. I tried to be budget friendly, Morgan. But yes, you know, sometimes you just gotta go and and you literally have to remove yourself from a situation yeah. where like we use the word toxic, but if you're in a, in a you're in a place and you like literally physically need to move, um, you know, go to a coffee shop, call yeah. a friend. Even when I think number four on my list is call a friend. Something I do that I was talking to my friend the other night. I was like, yeah, man, when Missouri gray hits like that awkward winter time, I'm like, catch me at the Y in the steam room. I'm like, oh. I, for, I don't know why. I think growing up, we, we had like this little hot tub outside. Yeah. I call it my emotional support hot tub. Like, yes. I, I wasn't some girly who had I did like, too. like I had oh, one too. I need my book. Or, I was yeah. like, no, I need to go submerse in hot water. <laughs> It's true. I was the same way. I'm like a hot spa tub. girly. I'm like, I need to sit in the hot tub, warm water, and just chill. Okay, and now, then come back I, I, I'm refreshed. Gonna, I'm going to trade places with you. You're okay. talking about going to the Y. I was thinking Big Cedar Lodge. Okay. okay. I was thinking the spa at Big Cedar well, Lodge. I'm like, you know, hot- budget friendly. You know, <laughs> budget the money friendly. you save at Target, you're going to Big Cedar. That's what the I'm money saying. I'm going to <laughs> you're gonna Target. Bike. The YMCA is so crusty. Whenever I go there, I have to like pinpoint when certain old men aren't there. Oh. No, I'm serious, bro. It's so, like, it's Ooh. so. Okay. Well, <laughs> anywho. Hey, but you know what? Like the older men, I, I do respect the hustle. I'm like, you know, no at least kidding. at least you're you're asking That's my right. phone number, and I'm like, you're almost like eighty. Like I respect the game. Like <laughs> they ask for your number. Oh yeah, like this. No, okay, we're not gonna talk about it. But I'm okay, just saying. Okay, okay. I'm just saying. Oh, they're, they're out here. Like that is crazy. <laughs> oh man. Well, I mean, I did. I do have some of that. I'm like, yeah. Mm-mm. Anyway. Okay, but back on yeah. the topic. Back yes. to the radio. Marla, can you just give us a little sample of Midday Marla? Can you just give us a little... You want a sample? We want a sample. We want a okay, sample. Okay, so the song is... Sing, let's sing a song from KDI. Um, oh, shoot. It's been a minute. It's oh been like my three word. years. Okay, uh, so there's Toby Mac. Something Toby Mac. See the light. Okay, okay. boom. 99.5 KDI. I'm Marla. Happy Friday to you. I hope you have an incredible day. Oh, my word. 85 in Springfield. How could, you, how could you not have a crazy cool day? All right, coming up next is Tasha Layton. Blah, blah, blah. Boom, Boom, you guys. Boom. <laughs> and you're on every single day? I'm on every single day. So, all day Saturdays long. and Sundays too? Actually, I'm off Saturday. I do have a Sunday show now. Sheesh. I do Sunday morning drive, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Dang. Yeah. So when do you go to church? When do you go? I leave straight. My show is 8 to 10. I leave straight, straight from the show. Church. go straight to church. There I don't even miss in church. That's uh-uh. right. Period. Don't miss church. I'm telling you, that will strengthen you. Shoot. You know, I said there's a reason God says don't forsake fellowship. You got to be with people to encourage you. And I, yeah. I joke about it. I go with Sunday and Wednesday because midweek I need a little pick me up. Yeah. Um, and faith comes from hearing the word. When you hear a pastor preaching, your faith is going to, you're going to be, be stronger just going to church. So yeah, yeah, I go straight from the Sunday morning drive straight to church. That's awesome. You guys need to tune in 99.5. And Look also, that. there's an app. Is there still an app? There's still yeah, an app. Because I used to run those social media. So, you, <laughs> you know, it's on my LinkedIn. Like, <laughs> I'm cracking up. Yes. Listen, we we kept it up. You started it. You started us on a good journey there. Uh, And Marla's finishing it strong. It's exciting. It's so exciting. All right. Well, okay. Obviously, things are not perfect in radio. Things are not perfect in podcast world. So... Do you have an experience where something just, you know, really? like you went to work and like forgot to wear shoes or something like what oh. on the radio, something breaks? Like, yeah. Tell us a story. of. OK, well, yeah. how about the time I was on Christian radio and I'm like, coming up next is Toby Keith. No, no, Toby Keith isn't on our station. We have Toby Mac. <laughs> Toby Keith is country. Yeah. Come on. Give me. Come on, I need a little. Okay, so I did that, and then there's I joke about it, and she's I, like, "Yo, Toby Keith, do you want to oh come my on?" Word. Toby Keith, you could actually be on my job. Um, but yeah, and then there was a time I joke about it. I can't tell you what I said, but I'll just tell you um, there was a car accident. <laughs> And I had to way to start dying laughing. I literally don't know how to respond correctly to like <laughs> people are like someone so died, and I'm like I'm going to remember myself in the situation. And then I'm like, ah, it's, it's so bad. Okay, I'm no sorry. one died in this situation. Thank yeah, goodness, thank Morgan goodness. would be dying laughing. Um, no, so there was a car accident, and it happened on Sexton Street. I'm not going to tell you what I said. But I was praying to God on Christian radio. No one was listening at that moment. Sure enough, my phone goes off. It's my mother. (laughs) Honey, did you really just say? I'm like, yes, mom, I did on Christian radio. Um, So yeah, there's times it just doesn't go right. But you just keep rolling it. I mean, I'm kind of like, 
I don't, I'm not one to act like it didn't happen. I kind of yeah. laugh. I'm like, oh yeah. Did you guys hear what I just did? I mean, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You just I mean, roll mistakes with it. happen. You have to just, it's I mean, real life. to edit all that stuff out is just oh, way no. too much time and work that really nobody has. I make way too has. many mistakes for that. <laughs> I say way editing. too many like and ums to cut all those out. <laughs> oh, no, so I'm kidding. kidding. Whatever. It's true. So what is your favorite part of being a radio host? My favorite part, um, the people. I love it. When I go out and about, I love when someone tells me like a segment, they couldn't stop crying or they couldn't stop thinking about it. It encouraged them. It, you know, um, like I said, the pandemic, I had a lot of people that would tell me that they would listen to my show and it would strengthen them. You know, they were like, it was so hard. And, but you would keep reminding me of God's word and keep reminding me there's gonna, it's gonna change. Everything changes. And so just to know that you're making a difference in people's lives yeah. is huge. That That is worth it all. You know, the hard days. The, and, I, you know, I kind of laugh about this. You, do you want to know the age of my my biggest fan? Do you want to know the, how old my okay, biggest fan? Okay, well, I feel like I probably know because we talked about demographics three years ago. So. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, no, you're going to die. With, Ten years old. What? Ten. I thought it was like a 35-year-old woman no. named Brittany or something. Okay, yeah, she listens. <laughs> she's the one that's listening, but here's the deal. When she's listening to my show, so is her 10-year-old kid. That's right. And so what's happening is when I go out and about, it cracks me up. It's the kids, the 10-year-olds that run up to talk to me, and I'm thinking, dude, I'm speaking into their life. Yeah. And and they'll tell me segments. I mean, they'll quote me over and over, and I'm like, who pressure, <laughs> but to know that I am, that God gave me a microphone. God yeah. gave me a, a, a platform that I can speak into people's lives. So the kids, that's a big deal to me to yeah. speak into kids' lives. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, big. kids are sponges. They are. So they are. They're awesome. And that's why I hate when people are like, Oh, they're kids. I'm oh. like, bro, kids are so uh-uh. smart. Like shut up. <laughs> no, they're my favorite thing. Cause they're going to grow up and remember you. They're going to grow up and remember what you spoke in their lives. Oh yeah. And um, how powerful is that? That you could be speaking into a future Billy Graham or a future yeah. Donald Trump, a future, whatever, yeah. you know? Yeah. So yeah. And I mean, words stick good words and bad words. Yes. So, I mean, there's things where it's like, oh, well, someone told me this five years ago, but I'm never going to get that. You know, it's just crazy how things like that can stick. It's true. I got, I got stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And you know, to that I say, and I, I choose very specific verses that strengthen me to, to, so that I, it's like my go-to, you know, people talk about mantras or whatever. Mine's Bible verses because they strengthen me. There's supernatural things happen with Bible verses. And so one of the verses is, um, Philippians 4, 8, whatsoever things are honest and pure, lovely, beautiful, excellent, praiseworthy, think on these things, honorable, think on these things. So if I have a thought that comes in my, like something somebody has said over me that really, really killed me with words. I mean, just wrecked me. Yeah. I'm like, wait a minute, that doesn't line up. So then I, I correct myself. I course correct. God told me what to think about. Whatsoever things are lovely and good. Man, thank you, God, for my health. And I literally, I sometimes I even have to say it out loud. Thank you, God, for my health. Thank you, God, for my kids. Thank you, God, for the be- my job, my friendships, you know, food on the table. I mean, I just start going down the list, which is yeah. being thankful. Right. But I change what I'm thinking about. You can, the Bible says you can take every thought captive. So if I'm thinking about something and it's taking me down and you know, you know, you're like, man, this, and you feel the spiral. You literally have to be like, stop. If you yeah. have to say it out loud, stop, uh, no way. And then, you know. My overthinking king and queens, like I overthink, I yes. have anxiety and it's so true. I mean, thoughts will come to my brain and I have to literally be like, nah. I'm like, no, yes. like you can't, I can't go down this. This is all in my head. This is just, yes. this isn't real. And yeah. it's like that episode, like for me, it's like divergent. And you know, oh. when she's, when she's in the, like the thing and she's like, this isn't real. And she like, yes. it and she breaks that to me is how my anxiety is. Yeah. I'll like be having all these thoughts and I'm like, this isn't real. Yes. This isn't real. Yes. And then it just kind of like shatters and, and you then, know. But, and sometimes what's really hard is if it is something that really happened. Yeah. So you can't. That's true. <laughs> you, can't, you can't say. It is, I'm like, no, this is, it really did happen. Yeah. But then I have to be like. this is real. Yeah. I wish I could say it was not, but yeah. it is. And so in that case, I have to say, 
okay, it's real, but in perspective, keep it in perspective. You know, that was yesterday. Um, you know, I always say God is moving forward. Yeah. He is never, the Bible says he erases your sins. When you ask for forgiveness, he erases them as far as the East, to remember them no more. As far as the East is from the West. So I'm, I'm like, you don't have to say you're better than God to remember things that maybe bad moves, bad mistakes. God, even God, almighty God says, okay, moving on. Yeah. And so to me, I kind of talked to my self-talk. I'm pretty tough. I'm like, yeah, get up. Yeah, no, I'm move for on. sure like move. would totally be scared of what, you if you got yeah, mad. <laughs> um, that's exactly what I'm saying. I'm like strong with myself. Like you get like, up, girl. You could totally be like a personal trainer. Like Morgan, 40 push-ups now. That's like, it. Yes, Molly, yes. Like That's what I'd be doing. I'd be like, Morgan, take control of that thought. Get that out of there. Yeah. Yeah, yes, you know. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, it, it, and that's how anxiety works. It's It starts compounding. Yeah. And if you don't stop it and nip it in the bud and and it's so weird how god words it take every thought captive it's like grab that grab that because if you don't it'll 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 take you down and even like you said i mean when things are real and things happen it's like okay say something hurt me really bad three months ago yeah that next year it won't even it won't even be a i know so really the things you know we're in this moment we're like oh my gosh this is the worst thing ever it's gonna really not matter it's true three days in a month in a year so don't let those moments yeah hold you captive either that's something that i always do i'm like well back in 2000 blah 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 you said this i'm like morgan shut up like i know (laughs) and if you if you park there yeah you'll be parked there you won't you really won't move forward to the better the better that's coming if you choose to stay in that you're just blocking all the blessings and all the things that are way better that was coming you know so i don't want to get stuck in the the muck yeah so obviously you know marla is a radio queen and we'll kind of get circle back a little bit later on just a few more things but you went through some stuff i remember (laughs) when you were hired on you just kind of started opening up to me a little bit about like your um situation and i'm like oh my gosh what it's always wild to me when someone goes through something really serious and scary and they're so positive and joyful and happy i'm so attracted to resilience and we were talking about that earlier that to me when someone goes through a strong battle and they're a shining light i'm like i need to know oh, how you did god. it how you did it praise I god it. like i just it's I need all, to know. <laughs> i'm telling you it is all god but i'm serious you know it's kind of like um i mean i can start with um the divorce after a 20-year marriage i mean you talk about rocking your world yeah I mean, I thought we were going to grow old together. You Is know. that something you just didn't even see coming? Like, was that? It was rough. Like, all marriages are rough, you know, but it got exceptionally rough. And then, um, yeah, I wrote about it a little bit in my book. Um, go buy it. Go, go buy, buy it. it. Hope always wins. Um, but yeah, it's just, it was, um, you got it. And especially when you have kids, you have to keep going. I'm like, so here's what kept me going. I would look at my sons and I would think one day they're going to go through hard things. I got to lead. I got to show them what do you do when it's so hard you can't figure out which way's up. Yeah. And I'm like, I got, I ran to God. So like we did not miss church every Sunday, every Wednesday, every time the doors were open, we were in church. I was like, this is where, and my pastor, they actually pulled me aside. My pastors pulled me aside and said, you know, we noticed that everything you went through, you never missed a service. And I'm like, "Mm mm-mm. I knew where my strength would come from. And so it, you know, I was navigating, but every week I was hearing God's truth, God's word, that I was fearfully and wonderfully made. I wasn't horrible. I wasn't a failure. I wasn't a loser. I wasn't oh, some other things other I'd words. heard. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't those things. No, God loved me and He created me on purpose yeah. and for a purpose. Yeah. And when I kept my head straight, I could feel myself get stronger, but I needed to hear some truth. Um, cause I hadn't heard that in a long time. And so to hear, Oh wait, I, you made me like, you love me, God. And I remember the first time I walked into church after the divorce, I thought, watch, well, there's probably going to be a sermon on how you should never divorce right. and what a loser you are if you're divorced. I just knew that would not that that would ever be a sermon, but I figured my, I, some, my, church, some churches, I'm, gonna say I, 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 I'm like, so I walk in and I'm not even kidding. I walk into service. The pastor is standing there. And he has tears in his eyes. And he said, do you understand how much God loves you? And I'm like, what? Did I come on the right service? This can't be for me. But it happened to be the one Sunday where it took everything I could 
do to walk in there? Because of the, you know, Satan, he wants you to feel shame. Yeah. He wants you to feel all these, especially in the ugh. Christian environment where like, yes. that's a no, no. And all yes. these things where you should be feeling like the safest yes. there, you know, yes. instead of the shame. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And you know, we're all, you know, people talk about hypocrites in the church. Well, we're all there. Yeah. Join us. You know, you're one too. <laughs> um, you know, it's just everybody trying to, you know, navigate life and, and good decisions and bad decisions, you know, we're going to mess up. And so anyway, um, went into service that made me strong and raising my two boys and, and just keeping in mind that I wanted to lead. Well, there's always people watching. You're always leading. I don't care who you are, where you are in life. You're leading, you're leading somebody and, um, people younger than you, sometimes people older than you. And I wanted to lead well. And so, um, that was in the forefront and, um, you know, I mean, while I was, I lost my first baby. That was a tough deal. Um, you know, wasn't expecting that. I was in my maternity clothes. I had the nursery decorated. I mean, I was ready to go. And then boom, you know, and I'm like, wow, that didn't, that was not in my fairy tale. That was not in the, yeah. in the play that I had written for my life. So many things, you know, if we had a, man, I, I said, if I had a dollar for everything in my life that didn't go as planned, <laughs> what? Never have to work again. Um, so just, you know, those are, and then, you know, I had uh, breast cancer. Boom. Some I'm slight. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? I go into the doctor and they come out and they're like, um, can you come back to the consultation room? I'm like, the consultation room? That sounds serious. I get in there and I'm like in shock. And he's like, okay, we found something. And I'm like, uh, like cancer? And they're like, well, um, we're going to do even more testing, but it, it does appear to be that. And, and I'm like in shock. I'm just looking at him. And he's How I'm, old were you at that time? I was 48. Dang. I'm 52. Guys, I'm 52. Dude. Isn't Marla I'm so hot? <laughs> Guys, seriously, hit the Instagram. Marla does not look. Why? <laughs> yes, I do, but that's okay. You really don't. Keep I the camera not. back. Um, but yeah, I was 48. So this is actually now it's been three and a half years ago because after you go through the treatment and all that. But um, so I was 48 and they're like, okay. Um, so I'm sitting there and I'm like, do you have the right file? <laughs> like, I'm sorry, I'm Marla Lucas. She's like, Mary was here earlier. I'm, I'm like, sorry, do you have Mary's file? Because it's Marla. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. And so they're like, yeah, you know. Poor and then, Mary. <laughs> sorry, 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 Mary. Mary. Sorry, we're sorry. We hope you don't. <laughs> so bad, sorry. Don't humor. This is what happens when you go through this Oh my gosh. See, this is why we probably will never get to do this again. But anyway. Oh my gosh. Um, so then the doctor's like, um, do you have any questions? And I'm like, uh-uh. I, didn't, I was just sitting there. I was stunned. I didn't have one question. I just sat there and he goes, are you okay? And I'm like, uh-huh. And he's like, can you drive home? Uh-huh. And he's like, okay. All right. And we stood up. I was just like, okay, you know, all the things, and this is another reason why you got to stay in the word of God. It will make you strong. All this stuff is going through my mind. God is big. God has a plan for me. God is God. I don't know what it is, but my answer is yes, Lord, whatever your plan is, I'm in, I'm on, let's do this thing. I don't know what it's going to look like, but I trust you. So were any any of the bad thoughts going through your brain at that time? Like, am I going to live? Am I, what kind of cancer is this? Like, oh, blah, 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 blah. Like all those oh, things. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I get in the car and I'm driving. I'm by myself and I'm driving and I'm trying to think of how I'm going to tell the people that I love Yeah. that I have cancer. And I'm thinking, I wonder how long I have. And so, you know, you go through all this stuff. Once you hear have the C word, all that stuff goes through because that, it's a real thing. So, you know, I'm like, okay, so I'm walk. I've got about three miles till I get home. I've got three miles to figure out how I'm going to navigate this. And I'm driving and I'm like, I just felt this overwhelming peace. Like, God, I trust you so much. If you take me home, it's because more people are going to come to know you through my death than through my life. And I'm in. Whatever it is, I'm in, God. And in that moment, I our pastor says, hold on to your plans loosely. Just hold on with open hands. You know, whatever. Like, this is my plan, but you, God. Whatever your plan, that my answer is yes. And so as soon as I did that when I was driving, I was like, this is... My life is your life, God. This is your this is your deal. By the time I got home, I said, "Hey, um, listen, crazy thing. Uh, looks like I have cancer. Um, they're gonna let me know." I, I, and they were very good. Week after week, I mean, the next week I knew what kind. The next week, I they started treatment. I had two surgeries. I went to radiation every day uh, for thirty days. I had to go to the hospital for radiation. So you were like not working then, right? Or- no, I was working. <laughs> what? I was working. <laughs> 
you know what this I'm saying? Is boss queen. I'm just saying what? it's like you gotta choose. You know, yeah. you gotta choose. And I'm like, so you know, my bosses were like, hey, do you need to? And I'm like, they were so kind and understanding. And I said, no. They just told me radiation. I'll be tired, but I won't lose my hair. I mean, chemotherapy is a different a different level. Yeah. But uh, radiation, you know. But you gotta you gotta go in ready to rock, you know? And, um, and like I said, the joy of the Lord is your strength. So that's where you're going to get strong is, is God. And I was, I was strong through the whole thing. God helped me to be strong. And, um, so made it through now three and a half years. No, no cancer. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Yay, we need a, we need a cheer for God. Yeah, we do. We're going to get funky. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so good funkiness for so for awesomeness yeah so how do you feel like that experience that you've used now do you or it has impacted people now oh i'm so happy that i can share with others you never know you know just because you, you get a diagnosis um i i say god has the final word yeah not the doctor right and so you pray you trust the lord on your journey and again living your best life i really i think about that country song what is it fu manchu <laughs> is it, uh, d- d- toby keith i'm just <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, actually, is it Garth Brooks? Who sings the one um, eight minutes? Uh, uh, live it like you're live like you're dying. Oh, live like you're dying. Yeah, I, think I know you're talking about, but I'm not really great with names. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, he says live like you're dying, and yeah. yeah. So it does. You do that goes through your mind a lot. You know. Um, thank you, God. I'm still here. What have you got for me? And my answer is yes. You know, send me. I'm your girl. Yeah, I feel like I kind of view life the same way as you. Like, I'm not someone who is really afraid of death. Yeah. And it's just, like, I, I'm more afraid of, like, of being tortured or something. <laughs> like, if I, if, I, if I was, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I can't watch Criminal Minds. I can't watch no, scary movies. No. Like, I'm I'm very definitely afraid of, like, most men. But, yes. But, I, like, if I was to go today, I would be, like, really yeah. okay with it. Yeah. Just because I'm like, yo, I know where I'm going. I'm not. That's right. Really. And I think that's most of it is when you know you're going to be with the Lord. Yeah. Like, he's got the perfect day set. And so, until that day, I mean, and there's so many things that can take you, you know? So, <laughs> you're just like, whatever, he's got the plan and, and it's going to be good. But to live a life full of joy and be strong and courageous, Joshua 1.9, uh, that's how you enjoy the days that you have. Yeah. You know, and you don't, you know, when you find out you have cancer or you lose your baby or a divorce after 20 years, you, you just, you keep, you keep on keeping on. That's right. Cause Life's you know, a garden, dig it. Oh, you keep on keeping on. Oh, we don't need a button. Ah! Don't we have a button for that? Well, that's the wrong one. My bad. I'm not no, laughing at you. We are not laughing. I always do that. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's awesome. So kind of circle back to the radio aspect. What would you say is your favorite like show or bit you've done? And then also, who's your favorite artist that you've been able to meet? Oh, man. Okay. I know, I'm making you pick. This is not 99.5 KDI. <laughs> this is keeping up with cash. Don't get it twisted. Like, every other Friday, baby, you know what I it is. It. Okay, so my favorite segment, I do a segment on my show called The Unstoppable Hour. Okay. And in this hour, I share really things to make you strong in life. And I have come to really love that hour. Um, I focus on different authors, different um, motivational guys um Stephen Covey Jim Rohn um I Success Magazine Forbes Magazine I love to share their um like uh, j- like steps to get accomplish things setting goal setting Zig Ziglar I love all of that so the unstoppable hour has become really one of my favorite hours of the day um as far as my favorite artist that I met, I have to tell you, I've loved meeting uh, Darren, We Are Messengers, Crowder, David Crowder. Uh, I met Kane. They were amazing and real, hashtag real life. I mean, so, so cool. Uh, Lecrae, I met him last weekend. That was fun. I held um, his hand one time at a concert. You did? Yeah. yeah. I was front row and I was like, Lecrae, <laughs> like grabbed my hand. That's and then awesome. I like didn't wash it for a couple of days. <laughs> Look at that. That's funny. Yeah, well, oh my gosh. By the way, he cracked me up backstage because when he was getting ready to come on, he's backstage doing these jumping jacks, like insane jumping jacks, building the energy up, you know? And then comes running on the platform. I'm like, this was so funny just watching him back there, you know, at it. But but he was so cool. You know, you ask him, what do you want me to say about you? And he's like, listen, um, 
anything you want. I don't care what you say. You know, whatever. He's like, you're so easy. You're you know? so smooth, man. He's smooth. He's, he's so smooth. Cool. Crowder surprised me how real he was. Um, Crowder was like actually dealing with some stuff with another artist, just a sadness. They lost another artist, um, mm, had died. So cool. And so they were kind of navigating all of that. And he's talking to me, just being so real about man, you know, we're not promised tomorrow, you know, and all this stuff. So that was my Crowder moment uh, backstage was, he's just so real. But yeah, I love all of them. I love that there's a reason their music is Joel and Luke Smallbone uh, for King and Country. Amazing and funny, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, I had an embarrassing moment with... um, I think it was Luke or Joel. I think it was Luke. No, it was Joel. Joel. I'm with Joel Smallbone and we're backstage, you know, and I'm like, I do this little thing where I try to be funny. Yeah. And I'm well, like, well, I do that too. Okay. So. <laughs> well, I, you know, usually hope it works. Yeah. yeah. This time I look at Joel and I'm like, listen, I don't want to brag or anything, but, um, I'm kind of the reason you're a big deal. You know, I make it a joke because I do radio and I play his music. Oh, right, yeah. Trying to be funny. I'm sorry. It's been a long day. I did not get it. Okay, well, neither did Joel. Okay, so I'm (laughs) needless to say I'm never saying it again. But that was the last, (laughs) one of the last times I was trying to be funny. When I did it to uh, um, Stars Go Dim, those guys, they thought it was hilarious. I'm like, listen, I'm the reason you guys are a big deal because I play your music. Yeah. Well, I did that with Joel Smallbone and he looked at me and he goes, oh, and he patted me and he goes, you are a big deal. And I was like, Oh, that, yeah. Oh, that, I feel yeah, that. That's yeah. tough. I was like, no, I was trying to say you're a big deal, but I was just playing that because I play your music. It didn't oh, go I... anything like it played in my head. And so that was terrible. Yeah. My freaking country story is I one time was working in a restaurant and this, there was a huge concert going on. And one of the guys came in who was in charge gave me some tickets because it was like next oh. door so i go there with my sister we're a vip in the front and they had a q a yeah and i was like well i'm not about to ask some basic question out here like what's your favorite color so everyone yeah. asking like what's your god story like this and this i raised my hand i said what is the most embarrassing story <laughs> <laughs> what did they say all the guys in the stage were just like uh, uh like do we, do we have one lined up or uh, and I don't, they said something super out of pocket super random and I, it's not even that interesting but i just remember i was they were like who is this girl and i'm like it's me i'm the one they're like i'm sorry ma'am that's not the kind of question we but were i looking love for. asking that question because i don't care if you're yeah. like kim kardashian or yeah. if you're morgan pagel or if you're like someone down the street yeah Everyone does something that is so embarrassing and yeah. it makes you so human. It's and true. And I, I just feel like there's no status in that. And so mm-hmm. I love asking that question. Honestly. It's true. It's true. But are so you do, asking me? Do you have one you want to share? <laughs> I do have one. Because my, all my embarrassing stories are like way too embarrassing to talk oh, about on no. the podcast. Well, like, there, there was one. All right, um, yeah. Everyone I went to high school. Let me school. buckle up really quick. Okay. Yeah. Buck- okay. <laughs> yeah. Look at you. Yeah. Look at you buckling locked up. I'm locked and loaded. I'm locked and loaded. <laughs> okay. So I'm in high school. I'm singing a solo in the uh, school uh, program. Mm, thousands of okay, people came. Off. Oh, I'm just saying. And uh, my solo ends and there's a spotlight on me. Well, when the spotlight goes off, it turns black, the next number comes up. Spotlight goes off, it goes black. All I can see is spots. I can't figure out how to get off of the six foot stage. I am not gonna let the light come back on and me looking like some little granny trying yeah. to find my way with my arms flailing, trying to find something. So I just decided, just walk. It doesn't matter, just walk. And I walked right off the back of a six foot stage. <laughs> the thing is that my friends love to remind me is my microphone was still on. Oh, so no. when I hit bottom, when I landed, I landed on my stomach, thank God. But I landed flat on my stomach, my mic hit. And you could hear me go, Ugh, you know, and I was like, okay, maybe nobody heard it. Maybe nobody heard that. I was just praying. The whole thing is over. My mom walks out, baby, you did such a good job. But what was that loud thud and that sound after you got off the platform? That was me falling off the stage, mom. <laughs> yeah, so my high school friends, they remember that. I that is so funny. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Walked right off. That is so hilarious. So, sometimes stuff, <laughs> stuff happens. I love it. I love or it. the time I was doing radio, right when I started doing radio and didn't know my mic was on. That was super fun. And I was. I feel like I was there that day. Or you something. well, I did it more than once, Morgan. Oh. Okay, truth be told, you probably were there. I did it all the time. Yeah, that is so funny. And my friends would text me, Marley, your mic is on. Your mic is on. Um, See, I do like everyday things that are just like I accidentally hit a parked car. 
You know, oh. like to, you know, like when you're walking or with your car. <laughs> no, like with my car. Oh, like, I was hoping you'd say with your shoe. <laughs> shoe. No, so I just feel like there's things that I do that I'm like ah. Oopsie. Another Tuesday, like <laughs> where people get really embarrassed. Oh, my well, God. to kind of transition, who is someone that you look up to? Because I feel like we all have people that are you know influences or role models. Who is someone that you're like, okay, this is. This person has helped me, like besides, you know, like God or something. But. Yes, definitely God, of course. He'd be right. number one. But um, right after God, it would be my mom and my grandma. That's awesome. Um, my grandma, I spent a lot of time with her growing up. And a little side note, if you're a young person, there ain't nothing wrong with spending time with quality people that will help you um, have a better life. Right. Just not the old ones in the YMCA hot tub but literally (laughs) anybody else really Morgan you had to you had to take us there sorry I'm referring to your grandparents okay spend time with your grandparents I mean I would rather on a weekend I was 16 I'd rather be with my grandparents than a party any day of the week I would go spend time with them because we were talking about real things you know they would we would talk about politics and we would talk about things that were important in life and and family and I so I that's how I spent my weekends was with my grandparents my grandmother loves God man I mean, she prays, she calls out all of our family by name every night before bed. And I just, I, I grew up with that. And I want my grandbabies to be able to be on the Morgan um, podcast and tell you about oh how their God. grandma Stop. was calling so them out in prayer. Okay. <laughs> and so I want to lead the way in that. I want to be yeah. like grandma. And I want my grandkids to, to remember me praying. My mom, I can remember when I was a kid, I come home from school, I would get off the bus and come in and my mom's Bible, I would see it. She never knew. I didn't talk to her about it, but I can remember like it was yesterday seeing her Bible laying on the table with an ink pen beside it and all these scriptures underlined. And I knew while I was at school my mom had been with the lord i want my kids to see that i want my kids to know their mom has been praying she's been spending time with jesus you know and so that's how you have a strong life so that's who i look up to my mom that's so powerful Mm. i just had a thought too and i remember like there are moments shout out to my mom debbie i love you i know i don't always be giving you the love but my mom i used to have like panic attacks a lot when i was a kid and you know you don't really notice but like my mom would go and pray and like with these small groups and pray and there were just ladies i never knew who were praying for me or even you know siblings can be tough and like my brother you know certain stuff like sometimes you just like kids go through things for years yeah depression anger i went through some stuff like in high school i was an awful teenager like not you know in the streets but definitely like i was just straight up like disrespectful and my parents know that and um but you don't really realize like while i was doing that they're still praying for me every night that's right and i think a lot of times we think oh my gosh well god's not doing anything i can't see anything and i'm like well you're putting a timestamp on it and we don't know when change is gonna happen it's true you never know but when you have faith and you believe in that you know people can be healed things can happen but you have to still have faith in that that's right and that's hard it's hard i mean it's just not it's not a cultural thing you know everything is like quick and god's not always like quick with it like oh my word i just the other day i was like okay god i know how this works you swoop in at the last hour so i'll just i'll just wait for that moment i'm gonna be okay i'm gonna be okay i'm waiting for you to swoop in and he did yeah that's amazing. All right. Well, we're closing up soon, but relationship status. So Queen Marla. Queen Marla is single. She's so cute. And oh. she's single out here. You're hilarious calling me queen. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm single. I have two sons that are amazing. And um, I've got grandbabies. Totally love them. Um, but yeah, life is good. Yeah. Life is good. You trust God with every bit of your life. Every every bit of it. Yeah. Keep him first. Keep him first. He'll take care of everything else. So she's single and hot, (laughs) a Christian woman and not looking. Uh But like men, you can obviously, you can, you you know, ask her on a date if you want. You're hilarious. Yeah, I'm not on the hunt. I I take care of what's right in front of me and then I trust God with everything else. Mm, Somebody write that down. Write that down. (laughs) Well, do you have any like bucket list crazy thing that you want to do in life or just like something you really want to accomplish by next year? You know, I have literally been all over the world. I'm very thankful. I've traveled the world and uh, I've been lots of places. I'm so thankful. I I recommend that for everyone. It's so fun. Every time you watch a movie, you know, you'll see a scene. You're like, I've been there, you know, Paris <laughs> yeah. or Milan or She's like Jurassic Park. Like. Paris. Oh, uh, yeah. No, Jurassic yeah. Park. No, not wanting to go there. Um, so, yeah, uh, travel. I love to travel. Um, I would say um, I just like we talked about. I wrote a book. I'm I've started another book. 
That's kind of like so, the next endeavor is another um, book? Probably. I, I did start, because I wrote my last book in 30 days, I didn't wow. know that's, I guess that's weird. Um, but I did. I wrote it in 30 days. And so I, I like s- responded with text in 30 days. Like, <laughs> that's <laughs> me versus you. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. And so, yeah, but after I did that, I didn't realize how crazy it was until people started asking me and started flipping out. Like you wrote a book in 30 days and I'm like, yeah, 245 pages. Like, I don't even know. And um, so I became an author coach. So that's my new thing. I help other people write books. That's cool. And I tell you how I wrote mine in 30 days. You can write it. Elon Musk, he says you can write. He, not right. He said you can clean your house in three hours or it can take you 30 days. It's up to you. You, you decide. I'm definitely number B. But... <laughs> It's same with right. It's same with writing a book. If you want to write a book, it's how long. And then when I heard that eighty percent of the people want to write a book, I'm like, listen, I will help you. Don't leave that. Un, you know, there's people that live their whole lives and wish they had written a book. Yeah. And I'm like, don't live your life like that. No, shoulda, woulda, coulda. No, you. That's right. Write the book. And so I became an author coach and love helping people write their book. Um, and again, working on another book. But yeah, it's fun. so exciting. Is there anything upcoming for the radio? Anything we the should look radio. out for events or anything? Well, I may have Morgan on my show ah! soon. How about that? The radio alumni game. I'm like. saying that's what we're going to do. So you're going to tell me when and we're going right. to promo that Morgan's oh going to be on gosh. my radio show. 99.5 KDI King That's of right. Cash Collab We're here for it right We're there. here for it right Oh my gosh I would love that I know I, I think I should have you On my unstoppable hour Oh, yeah, I'm here because you know you're young and and I love your energy. I love your strength. I love all of that. <laughs> and I think, you know, kids are navigating hard stuff, and um, I just think it's good to see someone who is finding positive ways to navigate that. And no shame. And I do, I do encourage people don't not to call it like your uh, depression, your thing. Like this is a season. It's not who you are. It That's is good. not who you are. That's good. And so you're going to navigate that season. You're going to be back on your game. You're going through a hard thing. And so I, I love your energy. And so, yes, I would oh, love that. That's, that's what I'm going to promo. Morgan on my radio ah, show. You guys. That's right. My listeners, you got to tune in because we're about this. We're about this family <laughs> right. vibe. So, oh, uh, well, Marla, you have been an absolute treat. Like my soul is filled. Aww. I didn't even have any sugar. And I'm so like <laughs> up right now. I love but it. I love to end my show at, you know every single way and so favorite quote favorite song and what do you want your legacy to be okay oh favorite bing, quote. Bing, bing, okay okay favorite quote i got this because i love it so much how you do anything is how you do everything that's, that's my good. favorite quote i love it it's true so you know step it all up all that's of right. it step it up um and then what was the other one favorite favorite song favorite song oh Mercy days. I forgot yeah. I forgot that one. Um, I mean I love all the Jesus songs. I love Evan Kraft. He writes uh one called It's Gonna Be Alright. I love that. His lyrics, um I love Danny Gokey, the comeback. You know, all the songs about how um it, uh, masterpiece. Danny Gokey wrote, You're his masterpiece. He created you Boom. on purpose for a purpose. So yeah. Um so and then what was the last one? Oh what do you want your was, legacy to be? Oh, legacy. Yeah. Oh man, legacy. She loved God like it on fire. Yeah. I want to be on fire burning for burning for Jesus. <laughs> and the I, blue flame, the I'm blue one. Saying the blue one. The blue no no yellow, no white, yeah. blue. And um I just want my kids to um love God. And to know that their mom loved God and and fear not. You know, he said, do not fear. Live a life with no fear. That's no, awesome. No fear here. No yeah. fear here. But, right. you know, fear the deer. Milwaukee Bucks. Sorry. <laughs> really? Sports plug. Really? Just, All right. Sports plug. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, thank you so much, Marla, for coming on. I like, love it. Oh, we're so going to get You're dinner soon. I'm going to add her to my dinner roster because I Heck love yeah. getting dinners. Yes. It's my whole thing. Oh. Uh, but to my listeners, summer is ending. This is your time to take full control of everything going on. You know, if you want to end it. You know, clean your apartment, clean your house. Good. You know, make sure your group is a good, healthy vibe. Like, do everything that's best for you as you're stepping into this new school year, into the fall, and all that stuff. Uh, but yeah, so I'm so excited for everything that's so going good. on. I love you guys. If you want to start your own podcast, go to the bottom of this episode, use my affiliate link. If you sign up for Buzzsprout and use the paid plan, you also get an Amazon gift card. So we love that. I love wow. Amazon. What? I did what? not know this, I know, Morgan. I know. I love podcasts. I listen to them all the time. Wow. So 
I love it. You're yeah. rocking it too. Oh, Kudos to you. That, I love you. You are a girl on fire. It's you're true. You're on fire. You're a blue flame, honestly. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but okay, guys, you're the best. Have a great rest of your summer. And I was going to say something like dorky. I was going to say something like, uh, you know, I'm just going to keep it real simple. Like, go pack, go. You know, that's that's who I am. Uh, I I'm so it. excited for Packer season. I'm lactose intolerant, but I'm a cheesehead till I die. So, <laughs> so <laughs> all right, you guys, have the best week ever. Yeah.